0: everybody welcome to drive review 531 today we're going to take a look at via nebula this is a new game from space cowboys uh, being brought over by asthma day it's designed by martin wallace who has done several games throughout the last decade or so steam brass age of industry all kinds of good stuff like that Uh, this is sort of a very light brass slash steam game Uh, but it has a kind of a very different sort of magical type of theme Uh, let's just jump right into how the actual mechanics of the game work and then i'm going to go ahead and give you my thoughts at the end okay here's just about everything that you get in the game you can see here is a main player board now this is double-sided so you can have different sort of routes and things that you can play with here the object of the game is to put out your own buildings out onto the board here and to fulfill these different contract cards you can see there's a display of four of these at the top you can see these are the different goods that are required and then you get a different amount of points so this one might be variable based on the condition of the card now each player will also receive a couple of these hidden ones and so these are just like the other cards. are just not for public display. So only you can actually score these. And you can see again, the number of goods and the number of points the card will give you. Now on the board, you can see a couple of different things. You've got areas here where you can start construction of buildings. You can see these sort of ruins here. And then these tokens are seated throughout the board randomly. And you can see this will generate four wheat and then give two points to the person that triggers this. And we also will have some uh, goods already on the board. So As we randomly deal these out well some of these you can see they have five of a certain good on them but no points now we will take one of these sort of starter tiles out in this example the pigs were not part of the starter so there won't be quite as many pigs as there are other things out here so once you do that then you'll see those little starter spots there with the different goods here's some bricks and then players are going to sort of create routes through these different cloudy, foggy areas here. And players will place these sort of meadow tokens in different spots. I'll explain how that happens. But you're going to start to create networks between some building sites and also some sites where you have goods generated to, again, fulfill these contracts. Now players will get a little player board uh, in their colors. you see, we've got blue and white here, and these are actually double-sided. So you can see this is here is the a side for the three and the four-player game. And then on the two-player game, you can see you use an extra worker as opposed to the two workers on the three and four-player game. And it's sort of a different size of hex. But let's go ahead and take a look what this board is telling us, because this tells us exactly how our turn is going to work. So on your turn, you get two actions, and that's what those little clocks mean throughout the game. And here is the list of actions that you can do. So you can put out workers, you can build buildings, you can create more sort of safe passage for the goods with these tiles here. And then you can also fulfill contracts and things. So let's just kind of walk through uh, what each of these actions does. You keep playing until somebody puts out their last building. Now each player has different colored and also different shaped uh, wooden buildings once somebody puts out the last building that will trigger the end of the game everybody will get another turn and then you'll total up your points so the first action you can do here is actually put one of your workers out onto the board and when you do that you'll take your worker you'll put it out in one of these tokens whichever you like put the worker there and then you will take this token this token will be worth two points at the end of the game and then you'll grab whatever resource is depicted so in this case four stone And then go ahead and put those in that spot there now that worker is locked there until the stone by via uh, transportation is moved off of here once there are no stones left then you can get this worker back and then he's available to use on another site and the next thing you can do is start a building and you can see you have these sort of half hexes here so that you simply will take one of these and then you will put them on one of these construction sites. So let's, for random purposes. We'll just put that right there. And so another player could come along and actually kind of share uh, this site with you like that. So both of you will be trying to collect goods from these surrounding areas to add to your buildings, which again will fulfill the contracts. But that's one action just to put one of those out. So your turns are going to be very snappy. You can simply put a worker out and then put a building out. Boom, your turn is done. Now, the next two actions are sort of the same. For one action, you can put out one of your tiles onto one of the misty, foggy spaces. For two actions, so your whole turn, you can put them onto a petrified four space. Now, you can see as you put these out, you'll reveal these different number values here. So as you put more out, you're going to get more points at the end of the game. So if I just put all eight of these out, I would get four points at the end of the game. The size of these stacks is going to vary based on the number of players playing the game so you can see there's kind of two types of mists. you've got here the petrified forest and then your regular old run-of-the-mill mist and so for a whole turn I could cover up that petrified forest using up both of my actions and then on a later turn I might spend one to do one there and then maybe another one you know down here for some reason so I could do two on a turn because these basic ones only take one action finally the last two have to do with getting goods to a building and then actually fulfilling a contract and putting out one of your building markers so for an action i can take any good that i'm connected to via this sort of rail type of network or these easy going meadows and then take that good and then put that on top of uh, my color so for two actions even i could do one two and then two two stone there if i really wanted to do that the other action i'm going to do is actually replace what's here with a building but to do that i have to fulfill a contract so i'm going to try to stack up here a variety of goods that are going to match possibly one of the contracts i have in my hand or one of the publicly displayed contracts up here you can see this one requires one of each to do but this one over here is something that we could actually build So you can see this one is adventurers. It requires a wheat and a brick, which you can see there. And I can build that. And when I do that, I'm gonna take the card. I'm gonna get this many points at the end of the game. And then I'm gonna do some kind of cool special effect that's allowing me to manipulate the board, maybe take another action and so on. So I'm gonna do that and then put this out here. And then I'm gonna get this sort of uh, foundation here back. So I get this and this comes back to my board, but you might say, okay, well, you had a wheat and a brick. These will be discarded back, but what do you do with this excess stone that wasn't required for that building? So any material that was not used in the construction of the building is gonna go here. And if you look down there, you can see each of these is gonna be worth minus one point at the end of the game. So you wanna try to be as efficient as possible and just transport and use what you're actually going to need to build the building. So just as an example, let's say in the previous couple of turns I had wheat and then stone but somebody had snagged it so now i have that stone sitting there and i realized well oh, i could grab some brick here and then i could take this and then so you oh you got two points but yeah you lost a point for that extra stone uh, that you wanted to, to use for the other building so uh, it's very tricky you've got to be very mindful of what's out here and what people are taking and you know you might be left with some excess goods that you didn't really want now the person that triggers the end of the game is going to get uh, this card here and so they get an extra two points for ending the game. Everybody else gets a turn. Now, this little marker here is, I believe, a promo item. So it may or may not be in your copy of the game. And so as these uh, get bought up and built, new ones will come out. And a lot of the game is really based on these different special powers. Uh, and to just kind of be glib, this kind of reminds me of kind of Railways of the World or maybe Ships, another Martin Wallace game, where you have this sort of sort of combo-y kind of thing that you can do on top of the rest of your your basic turn of, of trying to get goods out and be efficient in your networking and all that and then you get this cool little twist of magic on top of it. But that's the game. You're going to get points for your contracts, for your good tokens that you've grabbed, for possibly ending the game, for revealing again the different stacks here, getting 2 points per revealed stack, and of course losing points for anything in the bad area well that is via nebula and i gotta say i'm kind of taken with this game now i'm a big fan of age of industry and brass and also steam and all that kind of stuff too so this really does feel and play like a really streamlined kind of disney-fied steam or, or age of industry you know you've got this sort of creation of these goods that everybody can use everybody can ship them you're gonna get some points for doing so, so it's not the end of the world if everybody takes all the goods that you just generated on the board. And then you're building a network of these, you know, sort of safe spaces. Now, one thing I didn't mention is when you add those green tiles, you have to add them adjacent to one of your buildings or to where there might already be some pre existing, you know, meadow tiles. So they're gonna kind of grow organically. It feels very kind of magical as you do it as well. Uh, So you're going to be sort of piggybacking on top of other routes that people have been building. And so the timing of it becomes very important where you're like, okay, I'm going to build a network from, you know, this wheat right to my building and I'm going to need that. And on my next turn, I'm going to ship the wheat. And you know what? Frankie ships all the wheat from out from underneath you. And, you know, I'm being a little bit extreme there. That's not quite going to happen. But you have to be very nervous, especially when you play it with four players, that you don't want to just kind of set up everybody else to use all of your hard work and then use it for their own advantage and that does bring up player count and i would say i think this is absolutely best with four players a full boat uh it's fine with three and then with two players it's a little bit kind of a zero-sum kind of thing and you use these other different tiles and so on uh you can you basically can only have your uh, construction size all to yourself so that kind of changes up a little bit there uh, but i like this with a full boat and i also do like playing steam and brass you know with a, a a much larger player count There's just like a lot more going on but I've been told that I'm a curmudgeon when it comes to multiplayer games that played two so again take it with a grain of salt that you know this might be fine with two players it's not horrible with two players um, I'm actually borrowing this from a friend of mine uh, him and his girlfriend uh, have played this several times together two players and I think they're a little bit kind of done with it because they're kind of like an equal skill and so you can kind of absorb the, you know, the layout of the game. So once both players play it a few times, you're both kind of there. And then it's like, okay, well, I know what you're going to do and you're going to do. So the sort of the layers and depth of kind of the interaction will quick, more quickly dissipate with two players but i think with four players there's enough kind of you know fuzzy logic going on between all the heads at the table that it keeps itself interesting uh but i quite like this game i think it's it's perfect it works well with the family uh and my gamer group is kind of you know they like it enough kind of thing and uh and i really like it i'm the one making the video right so that's the one that really matters i guess anyways uh so i would really recommend this game highly i'm actually very surprised at how much i'm able to get into it because yeah, it's not it doesn't have like as much going on as Steam or Brass or anything, but there's still you know some interesting decisions. Where you're like, I don't want to quite work my way over there and be so obvious that I really need wheat, you know, for this card in my hand that's hidden. But maybe I'll just kind of trickle out this little meadow over here, or place uh, you know one down on a petrified uh forest that's gonna use up my whole turn but i don't really have to commit to anything too drastic and then i can kind of eat that up and maybe build two contracts on my next turn or you know maybe a couple of turns down so there is some definite you know thought process and planning that's going to happen uh with this game and the production is fantastic and i feel kind of silly saying this but i look at him like this is like a days of wonder production i mean it's that good then i go wait a minute Asmodee Day owns days of wonder <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess it's a Days of Wonder production, sort of. Um, but yeah, so but it does, it has that level of quality uh, and that, that sort of vibrant, cartoony kind of artwork that I think will be attractive to, you know, I guess families and stuff that like the Days of Wonder style game. I really do enjoy the artwork and everything. Uh, so... I think this is really a nice balance of a game, that kind of mid-weight Euro that has enough going on that it's gonna keep somebody that's really kind of a seasoned economic train gamer type of person involved. But it's very easy to teach. So six actions are just super simple. Your turns go boom, 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 boom. And that's it. So it's basically like the action phase of Steam. Uh, But it kind of feels a little bit like Agent Industry or Brass for me because just the the way the goods kind of come out. Um but I guess at the end of the day those all they all kind of meld in and you know grow and inform and talk to each other all those different games. But anyway, this is a very high recommendation for me. I definitely would take a look at this. It's one of those I think can kind of fit like in most every household, you know, anywhere that you know you like playing board games, no matter what kind of game, probably, you know, I think every a large percentage of people will enjoy playing this. Okay. Thank you.